So soon. That's fine. <laughs> can break through walls, I just can't. That's fine. Gotta get this. Green <laughs> Starfighter, you have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Sur and the Kodan Armada. Yeah, yeah. Get ready for everlasting. Go there. I live there. I bought a house there. I'm gonna take you there! To boldly go where no man, no one has gone before. And remember, have fun with it! Hello everybody, and welcome to Project Shadow, episode number 568, Come Out Shadow Hunters. I'm Charlie, and I will be your host for today. It's National Coming Out Day. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day, and that you have remembered that today is a day to say that you love the people in your life, no matter who they are, no matter what they love, no matter who they love, no matter what, that you are there to love and support and show them that you care. Because that's what today is really all about. So hopefully you've done that today. If not, you know what? Do it tomorrow. And even if you did do it today, do it tomorrow again. Just keep doing it. It's a good thing make y'all feel good make everything go better i told you i'd be back today and i meant it i'm very excited to be back on the project shadow podcast and today we are going to be talking about my kind of coming out but i've talked about a little bit before online my love for the mortal Instruments series of books by cassandra clare so this is going to be turned into a tv series by I'm not going to get this right. It's now ABC Family, and it's becoming Freeform, I believe. I I have such a hard time remembering that. I don't think that's a very good name for a rebrand for a company. But, well, they're trying to say that they are, you know, not just a family network and blah, 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 blah. And they're trying to take into effect the fact that their demographic was actually wider than they originally thought it was going to be. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I, I, I've I've heard worse names, like when sci-fi became Seafy, because they don't do sci-fi, and then they realize that was a mistake, and now they're doing sci-fi again. Wow, imagine that. No one could have seen that coming or predicted it. I mean, really? Anyway, so ABC Family is going to be changing its name to Freeform. That's going to take some time to get used to. And one of the new shows that they have coming out next year is called shadow hunters it is going to be based on the mortal instrument series by um, cassandra clare which i have to be honest i've said this before in a lot of different places i cannot tell you if these are good books or not and i know that sounds like a weird thing for a writer to say but for me and this is a very very personal for me kind of a thing these are the perfect books for me because I used to do a lot of LARPing with my friends when I was in high school and I kind of grew up in a goth scene and you know all that kind of thing and I had a lot of friends that were hippies and everything so when I read the first book A City of Bones my experience immediately was a feeling of being back in high school it was such 
a nostalgia bomb for me. It remind every character reminded me of somebody that I knew in some way. Some of the story elements reminded me of some of the LARPs that we used to do and you know, dealing with the vampires and the werewolves and all that. And it just it really struck a memory chord in me in such a powerful and profound way that I cannot objectively tell you if they're good books or not. And I, I feel like I have to be upfront about that because my objectivity completely went out of them out the window. And yeah, so I I love them. I, I have not finished the series yet. I got started into them rather late in the series. Um, I'm on book three right now, and I'm really enjoying it, um, which I believe is City of Glass, maybe? Something like that. Um, anyway, I'm on book three right now. And it, it, it's, it's something that I've really been enjoying, but I, I, I love it for all of the you know, dark fantasy, dark urban fantasy elements and stuff that are in it. But there's also this strong, strong nostalgia in me that like the club that they visit a couple times really reminds me of Orpheus. Um, Magnus really reminds me of an ex of mine and <laughs> who kind of was that, that guy in a lot of ways. And, you know, it just, it, it really, strikes a nerve with me so i have a lot invested in wanting this series to be good because i don't know i know it's not going to be the way that it is in my head because that just doesn't happen and i i want it to be good so we're quite a ways out from it premiering and i wanted to kind of go through what we know so far and give you guys a sense of why I want to be excited about this show, why I am allowing myself to be marginally excited about the show. And, you know, hopefully we can have a really good conversation about this when the time comes. Because I, I think that there's some inch I think there's some interesting things. Now, the first episode of this of shadow hunters just so you know so you can get kind of a schedule if you want to get into the books and from everything that i've seen as far as the cast list which we're going to go through in a minute it looks like the first season is going to focus heavily on the events of the first book most of the all of the characters that i saw in there are characters that i remember from the first book so it looks like they're going to be doing that so if you want if you want to kind of get ahead of the game and know, you know, figure out what's going on in the books. Because when we talk about this show, I probably will be doing book talk about, you know, what did they change? What's the same? You know, that kind of thing. So if you want to be in on that, you may want to pick up the first book in the Mortal Instruments series, which is called City of Bones. And don't try to cheat by watching the movie. The movie, I, I have such mixed feelings about the movie. I enjoyed the movie, but I enjoyed it because I had read the book. And it's like a weird flip book of the book. It highlights a few events that take place in the no in the novel, but it doesn't really... I don't know, I have weird mixed emotions about it. So you have till January 12th, 2016, to check out the books if that's something that you want to do. Um, so what are the books about? The books follow Clary. i got to think about how I can say this without being too spoilery. 
because there's some things that I don't want to give away. Um, Clary Frey is a young girl who one night at a club with her friends witnesses a murder and screams out only to be to find out that she's the only one at the club that could see it happen and this leads to a cascade of events where she finds out that she is a shadow hunter and shadow hunters are such an interesting idea in this in this world so shadow hunters were created using the mortal cup now the mortal cup is essentially when you think about the mortal instruments they're kind of well i don't want to go into all of them yet but the mortal cup think of it kind of like the holy grail except for instead of coming from jesus it was mixed it was blessed shall we say i don't know how much i want to give away it, it was blessed by an angel and that angel then gave powers to anyone who drank from it basically and so for generations people have been drinking from this cup and gaining powers and those once it's in you it's passed down through through your lines so you can be born a shadow hunter or you can be made a sh shadow hunter and the mortal cup has disappeared I think, I think I'm fair, it's fair to say that without being a spoiler. So the Mortal Cup has disappeared. So the number of shadow hunters in the world is dwindling because all you have left are the ones, you know, the, the descendants of the ones that have already been made. You can't make any new ones. Now, what is a shadow hunter? Shadow hunters work for a kind of magical government called the Clave. And the Clave controls the magical world and kind of sets the law so it's a polder world which means it's walled off people don't know about it so we mundane people are walking around in our regular everyday lives with no idea that all this magical stuff's going on around us and so you basically have the, the wizarding class right think harry potter right the wizarding class and then you have what they refer to as downworlders and downworlders are the second class citizens in this world. So you have the warlocks, the vampires, the werewolves, and eventually at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom, you have the demons. And the Shadowhunter's job is to enforce the covenant, to fight and slay the demons, and to um, keep the downworlders in line. And while there are a few things that technically a shadow hunter can and cannot do they really are kind of on their own and they can do whatever they want which has led to a lot of abuses of power which has led to a lot of resentment by the downworlders number one for being called downworlders and you know because they're not as holy as those who are touched by the angels and so clary who has been raised her entire life thinking that she's just a regular person finds out that she is in fact a shadow hunter and the rest of the story kind of evolves out of there with her entering this world of the shadow hunters for the first time and having to cope with all of this darkness existing in the world as well as all of this beauty and all of this delight 
and it's a really interesting story. I don't really want to call it a coming-of-age story because I don't feel that it is. But again, like I said, I'm biased because of my own feelings thereabouts. Okay, so in talking about this show, there are a couple things that we have to start with. First of all, one of the series producers. And the series has four producers, which is not uncommon for a show like this. Um, usually you get a lot of people involved that, you know, are going to take credit that helped get the show made that, you know, are really the, uh, I, I don't know that I would call them driving engines and I'm not sure because I've not been able to find the, any details specifically on this as to who the showrunner specifically is for this series. But I feel like I should point out that of the executive producers for the show, the one that stood out for me, I mean, you have my, Michael, I'm sorry, Michael, I'm going to murder your last name, Michael Rees, uh, Mar Mary Viola, and Ed Decker. And they're each listed for a set number of episodes, so I'm assuming that Michael Rees is the is the showrunner for the show. This is where I get a little bit confused. Um, and Robert Cutzler is also listed as an executive producer. And you have two others, a Michael Lynn and a Robert Shea, all of which are listed on IMDb as executive producers for the show. Um, so I, I, I would like to get... I would hope that at some point we can get some more clarity about you know who's actually masterminding the show because that's what the showrunner is the showrunner is the person who um kind of, i don't want to say that they control the show per se but the showrunner is the person who has the final say over scripts that makes sure all the budgets and charge you know is set up for everything and what have you um i, I I am not entirely sure about that, what's going on. The show, uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, so, anyway, continuing. Sorry, my dog just opened the door to my office and is in here with me now. So if you're in the uh, click-clacking, that's her. Um, <laughs> Anyway, the, the one person that I saw on the executive producer list that intrigued me the most is that McGee is listed on the executive producer list. Now, what gets me excited about this is McGee was the, is the executive producer for both um, Supernatural and Chuck. He's the guy that kind of gave those shows their initial vision and pushed them out on their way. He has had a fairly good track record for doing this kind of thing. So when I see those names, like Chuck was a great ensemble cast show where they took a lot of really crazy ideas and made them work in a fun, intense, action-packed sort of a way, which is something that would be necessary for show hunters, um, for show hunters, for shadow hunters to capture the feeling of the books. So that's exciting. Supernatural has been a really good 
supernatural show. I mean, it's, it's, it is really paid, you know, paid off its premise very, very well. So seeing his involvement helps to get me excited about the show. I'm not sure exactly how involved he is. Like I said, this is very early in some ways and late in other ways. And I was not able to find as much information as I wanted. If you guys have any of these answers, please, please, please send me a link on Twitter or on put it on the Facebook page. I would love to know more about this. Anywho, with McGee's involvement, that at least gives me a feeling that it's going to have a certain quality level. And I'm really, I really hope that that's the case because watching the trailer, which I will put in... Um, I will embed into the show notes over at projectshadow.com. Um, I'll also share it out on my social prior to this episode coming out, so you will have had a chance to see it. The commercial reminds me more of a knockoff ad for the Witches of East End than it does for something like this. Now, there are moments in there... I felt that the, the ad was specifically crafted to hit certain nostalgia moments in me. There were moments in the in the trailer that reminded me of Charmed. There's one moment in the trailer that really reminded me of Buffy. And it's actually the one that they used for the cover image of it. Um, the overall feel of the trailer reminded me a lot of The Witches of East End, which is a show that I do like. Um, but... It felt very, I don't know, I don't want to say soap opera it did not feel finished to me, and I'm hoping that the actual show will be able to pull off the look and feel that they're going for a little bit better than the ad did. The ad made me a little shaky, but with McG involved in this project, I'm pretty excited about it. I think that he has a chance of really, I mean, his name more than any other on a show like this gives me hope that you know they're at least going to give it a good try all right so i am going to be going down the cast list as it appears on imdb and kind of talking about some of these people and some of the things that really surprise me at least about what is on the imdb page now note this information may or may not be accurate that's you know the nature of the beast but I think that, you know, in a lot of ways, it's going to be more trustworthy, you know, than not. At least that's kind of been my experience with this. So Catherine McNamara has been cast to play Clary Frey. And my initial impression of her in the trailer was I can kind of see that. Looking at some of the pictures of her on the IMDb, IMDb page, there are some pages where I see Clary. Like, I clearly see Clary. There are no real promo images from Shadowhunters on here yet. So I, I can't, you know, all I can go off of was what I saw in the trailer. And she really, really reminded me of Buffy in the trailer. So I I, I have very mixed feelings about that. Um, unfortunately, this summer I missed the um, Scorch Trials, which I really wanted to see. I liked Maze Runner and I wanted to see Scorch Trials. So I'm going to rent that as soon as that's available to rent. But she played Sonia in that. So if you did see that, that will give you some sense of her acting ability. I really haven't seen any of the things that are on her resume. There's some interesting things, though. 
um, she played Priscilla Pinch on several episodes of Transformers Rescue Bots, which, again, something I didn't watch. It was one of the Transformers shows that I really didn't like. And then a bunch of kind of one-off appearances in different in different series going back for a while including one she played an a character named Megan on 30 Rock which was apparently uncredited uncredited that was on the episode TGS hates women I don't remember a character named Megan which means that I, I don't know maybe her part was greatly reduced or something I, or somebody added that to fluff up her resume I mean she's a young actress you know, she has a Broadway background, so that, you know, excites me a little bit there because you know, that's not easy to do. She has starred opposite Catherine Zeta-Jones and Angela Lansbury on Broadway. Those are some big names to have to be up against, you know. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. I have no reason to, you know, say anything against her. My biggest concern is that a lot of the pictures on her IMDb page are very kind of sexy pictures not all of them but quite a few of them and I understand she's a young actress and she you know that's something you kind of play up to get roles but that concerns me because th that is not something I personally see in um Clary's character now this this next character surprised me a lot because I don't want to go into too much of his story because it's so much fun um, and I'm curious what they're doing with him, but Stephen R. Hart is reprising his role from the movie, and I really liked him in the movie. He played Brother Jeremiah in the film, and he's going to be reprising that role and playing Brother Jeremiah in the TV series Shadowhunters. Now, I don't want to go into this too much because Brother Jeremiah is a one of those things that I feel the the experience of meeting him in the series will it, it's a good thing um you know I, I really enjoyed him in the book and i don't you know want to kind of spoil too much about him what does surprise me though is they have him listed for nine episodes in the first season and i am not sure why he would appear in nine episodes that confuses me um he is listed as being in nine episodes and so is clary for example so our main character is going to be in nine episodes and brother jeremiah is going to be in nine episodes that doesn't make a lot of sense to me based on the book and this is where that buffy the vampire slayer thing starts kicking into my head i'm hoping they're not going to try to giles him because i, I don't think that that would work for the character in fact, there is a character in this season that should be that will be in this season that kind of fills that role, and that's Hodge. And no spoilers to in the comments for anybody who knows anything about Hodge. But you know, if anything, he is the Giles character in the first book. And again, no spoilers on Brother Jeremiah, but he wasn't in the book that much. I thought that that was a mistake. I really, really liked him, and maybe that's something that they're going to do and give him a bigger role, but I'm not sure how he or the Silent Brothers are going to really take on a larger role. So that's going to be interesting to see 
how they handle that. But it, right now, that just kind of boggles my mind. Like, how is Brother Jeremiah going to be in nine episodes of the series? And how are they going to, more or less, how are they going to find an excuse to put him in nine episodes? Because story-wise, he doesn't fit in them. So I, I'm really going to be, I don't know. I can't figure that out. Other things that he's been in in the past... He has been on, and he was the Winky General in Oz, the Great and Powerful. It's a great movie, and I remember him in that. He was wonderful. Um, he was on an episode, The Tall Thin Man in of uh, Lost Girl. He played the Tall Thin Man, and I have to say, I loved him in that. And I, you know, I think he did a very good job. You know, he's been in a lot of other stuff. Long career, haven't seen a lot of it. I did like his brother Jeremiah in the movie. So I'm kind of excited to see him coming back to reprise the role. I just don't know how they're going to expand his character out to the point where he can take on that much story. That that concerns me slightly. So I I, I don't know about that. Um... I'm not going to spend a lot of time on his character right now, but um, Joel LaBelle, I believe is how you pronounce her name, is going to be coming in to play Alaric. I'm okay with that. I don't have any real strong feelings. Dominic Sherwood is going to be playing Jace. And I have really strong feelings about this. Jace Whalen, he... And this, is, again, is where I get really confused by what I am seeing on IMDb and why I question the accuracy of the information here. Jace is a fairly pivotal character in the story. Jace is the first shadow hunter that Clary runs around with, that Clary meets. And he, she runs around with him a lot, and he is a kind of constant character in the story. And yet... According to IMDb, he's only going to be in three episodes. And that doesn't make sense to me. You know, I'm assuming there's only going to be nine, or they at least only have nine up in IMDb right now, because Clary's only in nine, and she's the main character, and nobody has more episodes than her. Even though Brother Jeremiah is tied with her. I, I'm not sure why Jace is only going to be in three episodes. That concerns me slightly but Dominic Stewart he looks the part this is the character that I think is going to be hardest to cast and huh, how to explain that okay Jace is described as having very animalistic features when you look at him and so there's a certain kind of look that you expect from him and as far as that goes, I think they pulled that off. The actor, at least the images that I'm seeing that I saw in the trailer and that I'm seeing on his IMDb, IMDb page, he kind of fits the way I would expect Jace to look. I have seen none of the stuff that he's been in, I'll be quite honest with you. He was apparently in a Taylor Swift video short, so that happened. He was in Vampire Academy, which I did not watch. He played Christian in that. Um, he was on The Cut, which was a 
TV series short. Apparently a series of shorts. I never saw those. So I'm not familiar with his work. I, I'm hoping that he can make Jace a believable character. I'm hoping that he really makes Jace work on the show. Like I said, my biggest confusion here is that he is only listed as being on three episodes and I'm not going to judge the series for that because I am hoping that what that means is that he is going to be um I'm just hoping that that means they don't have all their information right on the show you know what I'm saying that they don't know everything that they need to know and yeah because I don't know. I don't know why he would only be in three episodes. That really confuses me. Really confuses me. I'm just kind of staring at it, and I can't stop staring at it. But anywho, um, don't get worried. I'm not going to go through every actor. I'm just kind of going through kind of the, some of the major characters in here. Okay, so Robert, Roberto Ro, Rosende. I hope I pronounced your name right is going to be playing Simon Lewis on the show. He's not done very much. His career apparently started in a short in 2013 called The Swing of Things, which I have not seen. He was on one episode of Blue Bloods, again, which I have not seen. And then he's doing this. I'm going to, again, give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm a little concerned in that... the. Again, this is one of those things where, you know, you read the book and you have a certain vision in your head. The Simon in my head is a bit geekier looking, if that's even a thing, than the actor's profile pictures. He didn't look bad in the trailer. He does show up briefly in the trailer. He didn't look bad in there. But, I don't know. I, I'm seeing a lot of very attractive people, which I get it. It's television. But, you know, this is, you know... Simon needs to play kind of shy and I I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that works. The next two I'm going to kind of kind of talk about together even though I am going to murder me some names and I apologize for that. Emeralda um I'm sorry, I know I totally messed that up. Emeralda Taubia I'm so sorry. I know I messed your name up. She has been cast to play Isabel. And wow, she's playing Isabel Lightwood. And Ma Matthew Daddario has been cast to play her brother, um, Alec. I'm excited about this. I think that, again, they look like the what I expect the characters to look like. Isabel is only listed as being in two episodes. Which, again, I find that surprising, but we'll see how they end up doing the series. Maybe that will make sense, though I would have expected Isabel to be in more. Same with Alec. Alec is only listed as being in two episodes. I only have one deal breaker with Alec, and it's a big one. And I feel weird kind of saying this. If you don't want a minor spoiler, this is not actually a plot spoiler, at least not for for a very long time in but it is a little bit of a spoiler about his character so i'll give you like a count to five and then i'll say it really really quickly and then you come back so one 
two, three, four, five. Alec is gay. And his parents don't know that he is, and that's a very bad thing in Shadowhunter society. And I want that to be a thing on the show. And I want them to deal with that. I want them to deal with it honestly, seriously, and full face, just like the books do. And hopefully they will do that. So I'm back. Okay, spoiler over. It's a minor spoiler, but it's a spoiler about characters, and there are some people that are just so spoiler-phobic. You know, I just want to say that. And I'm hoping that they make his character, make both their characters as good as they should be, but again, I am confused seeing them listed as only being in two episodes. Um, I'm really excited that Harry Shrum Jr. has been cast to play Magnus. Magnus Bane, again, listed only in two episodes. Kind of okay with that. Magnus doesn't show up much in the first book, and I'm assuming that that's what they're doing in this is the first book. If you don't know him, I don't know where you've been. He he is just amazing. He, of course, was Mike Chang on Glee, which is just amazing. He was in Caper. He played Luke on Caper, which if you didn't watch Caper, that was a really, really good show. Um, he was, oh, he played, um, let's see, he was in the LXD, he played Elliot Who on the LXD, the man whose shoes kind of made him dance for, for him, he played, um, Cable in both of the Step Up, in Step Up 2 and Step Up 3D, which is just amazing, um, he was one of the Omega Chi brothers, he played Vance on Greek, he's been in a lot of stuff, great actor, great actor, great YouTube page, great videos there um really good periscope follow him on periscope because he does random things and one of my favorites is every now and then he does periscope of him and his friends playing werewolf and it's hilarious and i wouldn't have thought that that would be hilarious but it's hilarious really good actor really really like him i think he can pull off magnus so well magnus lee is a warlock in the series he does a lot of creepy things he does a lot of he has a lot of gesticulation to him and a great dancer like harry shrum jr will be able to pull that off shrum jr will be able to pull that off really really well so very excited about that one of the best castings so far isaiah mustafa yes the old spice guy has been cast on the show as well uh more power to him he's going to be playing luke garraway i can kind of see him as luke Unfortunately, I, I'm going to have to work really, really hard to get the Old Spice guy out of my head to see him fully as Luke, but I'm sure he's not going to be like, when I want to turn into a werewolf. You know, I'm pretty sure that that's not going to be a thing, so, yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what they do with him. I wish him all the luck. I think he's 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 entertaining, at least. He's listed as being in two episodes as well. Okay, almost done with our character recap. Alan Van Sprung has been cast to play Valentine Morgenstern. I can't tell you the first reason that I'm excited about this, but if you take a look at the cast and you've read the books, I think you'll see what I'm talking about there. I'm very excited about that. That was something that they needed to do and something that they did. Having said that, I, again, have seen none of his movies he was in the immortals didn't see it survival of the dead didn't see it saw three didn't see it land of the dead didn't see it i he's going to be in a upcoming tv movie called cheerleader death squad which kind of want to see just because it's called cheerleader death squad <laughs> i don't know why that sounds funny but 
haven't seen much of any of the shows that he's been on, so I can't speak to him as an actor, but visually, he hits both of the checkboxes, I think, that he has to to play um, Morgan Stern. So, very excited about that. I think that's going to be a fun thing to see. Um, David Castro has been cast to play um, Rafael Santiago. Just a quick note, I only included him, again, two episodes that he's listed for. I think that, that he's going to work fine for that, but I wanted to mention him more for the fact that he was apparently on a TV series based on the movie Are We There Yet? And I didn't know there was a TV series based on the movie Are We There Yet? Apparently it was on from 2011 to 2012. That happened? That, I don't know why, that just that cracked me up, and I just had to say something about it, because I didn't know that that was a thing. And finally, John Corr has been cast to play Hodge. Hodge is a fairly pivotal character, important character on this series. Don't know much about him um, as far as the actor goes. He is on Dark Matter. He was on two episodes of Dark Matter playing Vaughn's, episodes 10 and 11. We are currently getting caught up on Dark Matter, so we're almost to those episodes, so I'll be able to say something about that at some point, but I can't right now. I haven't seen any of the other stuff that he's done. Well, he played Paulo in Lost Girl, but unfortunately that's a character that I don't remember. That I think was the only other thing in his background that I had actually seen. But, you know, hopefully he will pull off the character of Hodge the way that he should. I think, he, to me, my, my biggest gripe against him is I think he looks too young. Hodge in my head was a much older person which makes me wonder what exactly they're doing with Hodge, or maybe he's older than he looks. But according to his IMDb page, he's a 20-something-year-old living himself to death in Toronto, which is like the worst way to introduce yourself on IMDb. But, eh, I don't know. We'll see how he works out. Anyway, all in all, I think the cast looks interesting. I think it's also interesting to note that Cassandra Clare herself is marked as having written one episode of the series, which usually you don't see that when an author, when you know, when a work is based off of an author's work. Um, apparently she wrote the episode um, The Mortal Cup, which is, I'm assuming, going to be about what I think it's going to be about. So I that that is... An important episode for her to be a part of. I think it's interesting that they're letting her come in and actually be a part of this, you know, a, a part of it as a writer. That that is surprising to me in some ways, but that excites me to see that she's involved. She's done some really good books, and hopefully, she will bring some of that vision to the show. I I want to have high hopes for the show. There have been shows on ABC Family that I have liked in the past. Now that it's becoming uh, uh, freeform, <laughs> you know, this is going to be an important show for them to launch because it's going to help them, you know, say how they're different and why we should care about them as the new thing that they are. But, you know, only time will tell. We have until January until this show premieres. So if you want to read the book, head out and get yourself a copy of 
um, the first Mortal Instruments book, City of Bones, and then you'll be caught up on stories. So, like me, you can be sitting back and asking yourself, scratching your head, how is Brother Jeremiah going to be in all nine episodes of the first season? Because that just don't make sense to me. In fact, I might actually reread the book just to see if I missed something, because I'm pretty sure I would notice if Brother Jeremiah was in the room that much. So, I, I don't... I don't understand what they're doing with that. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm hoping that that's just an error on IMDb's part, because that, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, really excited about this. Wow, we've been talking for 40 minutes. Okay, I told you I was going to try to keep this show under 45, so I am going to stop there. Um, don't know what we're going to be geeking out about tomorrow. have a couple ideas in my head. As always, if you have an idea for a show, you can hit me up on social media. Check out our Project Shadow page over on Facebook. You can comment directly on the show notes over at projectshadow.com. Or, as always, I'm always on Twitter. and I'm, that, That's kind of my sweet spot for doing stuff on social media. So you can check me out on Twitter and let me know what you want the show to be about. If I don't have any firm ideas, I've actually came up with this the, yesterday. If I don't have any fir firm ideas for an episode, I'm probably just going to turn on um, Periscope and see what you guys want to talk about and do the show that way. So I thought that would be fun. But I think I have some stuff that I want to talk about tomorrow, but I haven't quite firmed on it yet. So tomorrow will be a mystery, as is today, as is every day. So celebrate National Coming Out Day in the way that you should. Show love and support for all those you meet. Thank you guys, as always, for your love, care, and support. You guys are the best. I'm going to upload this episode and get to work, getting ready to write my next book, Wanden Weaver, The Pearl. And don't forget, I will be posting information soon on how you can be a reader for Wanden Weaver, The Chain, and actually get paid. So I'm going to be doing a 50-50 um, split on the sales of that book, so... Keep your eyes open on that, and I will be posting that shortly, and I'll mention it on the show when I do. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening to me, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.